Welcome to our November 22nd worship service from North Coast United Methodist Church. It's a blessing and a privilege to be able to celebrate with you this weekend of giving thanks. As we move closer to Thanksgiving Thursday, there are so many things that exist in our lives that we can turn to God in prayer and just utter the words, thank you. Thank you for joining us in this worship service, and let's join together in prayer. Precious God, thank you. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your word, and thank you for your love. Be with us today, God, as we worship you. Amen. gates with thanksgiving for the lord is good god's steadfast love endures forever let's have the kids come forward for children's time it is such a blessing and a privilege to, to be able to celebrate with you today because today is sunday it's november the 22nd and this coming thursday is thanksgiving and i don't know what you guys are and gals are going to do with your families but I want you to not forget that even though that this Thanksgiving may be radically different than any Thanksgiving that you've ever had, there is still a chance to say thank you for the unique blessings. You know, sometimes when we get kind of worried with things or when 
life is is going in a direction that we just don't understand, it's hard to remember that even in that difference, even in those worries and fears, there is still a place to be thankful for and a place to focus and to give thanks for. I'll share with you through these last few many months, there has been many ways that I have seen in my life new things to say thank you for. I have been able over the last few months to say thank you for some times that I've had with my two little girls that I would not have had in any other situation. There's times I've been able to say thank you for times that I've, I've been able to have with my wife that I would not have been able to have in any other situation. There's times that I've been able to just say thank you for being able to have read some of the books I've read, to watch some of the movies I've been able to watch. And the only reason I've been able to do it is how weird and unique the last few months have been. I know that many of you might create, you might create a new, a new tradition this year. And you might have Thanksgiving in a way that you've never had it before. And I want you to not be so much worried about what you're not doing. But I want you to see it as an opportunity to give thanks for something new. To give thanks for a new opportunity and a new way to try things. And where you might not have maybe some of the dishes that you love to eat and some of the dear friends that you share Thanksgiving with may not be there. I want you to take a moment to still look for the things to be thankful for. Even if that new thing is being thankful for a new tradition that you get to start this year. Because things are different. God's with us even when things are different. And we get to start new things through God's care. Especially when things are different. So as you sit down for your Thanksgiving dinners, I hope that you still take time to say thank you. And I hope that you have a chance to say thank you to God for some of the new things that you get to do this year because things are different. Hold on to that, that heart of thanks and you'll be able to just have some joy. Let's join together in prayer. Precious God, thank you for the new opportunities that you present. Thank you for the new chances that you open up in our lives and provide to us. Be with us, God. Amen.
Our flowers for this weekend are given in the memory of David Cohen. This weekend as we celebrate these flowers, and it is the weekend before Thanksgiving, there are so many different people in our lives that we want to give thanks for, either through our remembrance or just honoring them in the very special ways. So this weekend as we prepare for a time of Thanksgiving, we give this moment of thanks for David Cohen and all of the dear saints in our lives that motivate us in so many special ways. Please join me in prayer time with the Lord's Prayer. Heavenly and loving God, we come to you today that our eyes may be open to the grace all around us. Bless us with the strength to shepherd the lost as you have shepherded us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespassers, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. When I look up, what should I see? Should be a rainbow of our horizon stretching out eternity when i look out what should there be the sun burning on this blue sky shining out the light on me all surround me like your sea why don't you rock me in your streams? Oh, and promise me tomorrow. Won't you give us back our dreams when I look up? What I see the road leading to the rainbow that's reaching right back to me when I look out what should there be the spirit on a mountaintop bringing everybody peace all surround me like your seasons. Why don't you rock me in your streams? Oh, and promise me tomorrow. Won't you give me back our dreams when I look what should I see? Should be a rainbow on the far horizon Stretching towards eternity
Let's join together for the prayer of assurance. God grants us forgiveness. Christ's righteousness endures forever. The Spirit makes us whole. Amen. Today's scripture reading is from Psalm 121, a song of ascents. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. This is the word of God for the people of God. Let's join together in prayer. Precious God, we are so blessed that we have you as our great shepherd. Precious God, we are so blessed that we have you before us holding up the staff of hope that we can look towards and we can shout to the heavens, thank you, God, for being the one that points the way. Today, we're going to celebrate the reality of your being. And we are going to just lift praises to you, O Lord, as we look at Psalm 121 and we say, O Lord, thank you. I lift my eyes up to the heavens. Where does my help come from? Precious God, thank you for being that help and speak through this message today. In your son's precious name I pray. Amen. I'm excited. There are so many different reasons that I'm excited to share this sermon with you today. So many different reasons that I am just, I'm pumped up that I get to, to talk to you about Psalm 121 as I lift my eyes up to the heavens and to proclaim where my help comes from. My help comes from you, maker of heavens and maker of all the earth. That excites me. Man, that brings me so much joy. And I get to do it on November 22nd, which is the Sunday preceding Thanksgiving. I want to just give thanks so much today, and I want to motivate you to give thanks today. I'm excited. I am just so pumped full of joy to be able to share this sermon with you. Let's think about it for a moment, because I'll share with you, and, and I'll, I'll step in the mud pit for a moment that there is so much in living that can pull us away from the reality that God is before us and God is holding up that staff and proclaiming the reality that there is hope and joy even in the moments of despair. I've shared so many times as we look at the stages of grace and we, we talk about this image of Provenient grace. It's the grace that exists before we have the ability to acknowledge God. And I, I, I have tied that idea into the idea, into the times that we have these moments that we can't see God and we're, we're in these moments of deep despair. And it's those times I share provenient grace comes back 
And that even though we can't see God, God's there. I want to give you that hope today. And I want to do it, and I just want to celebrate things, and I want to have fun with you as we talk about what it means to lift our eyes up to the heavens and to proclaim where our help comes from. Our help comes from all the ways that God brings joy into our lives. I, <laughs> I recently had a conversation with a pastoral colleague, and, and the, the conversation sparked this idea, and, and honestly, I, I feel it sometimes. I wonder if pastors understand sometimes, even the pastors understand sometimes what the phrase, the joy of my salvation it's hard. I'll share with you as our dear friends who go out and live there every day, and you, you go and you deal with your boss and you, you deal with the traffic every day and you, you go home and you deal with your kids and you, you just deal and deal and deal with things. You know, pastors are human beings too. And not only do we deal with these things and listen to the next phrase I say, listen to it, hear it. Not only do we deal with these things in our lives, but we have the blessing to, hear those words, but we have the blessing to go on those journeys with you too. And as we deal with, with our mud pits and we have the blessings to journey with you in your mud pits, there's times that I, I kind of wonder, do even the pastors remember? It does even the preacher man, Michael Drew Davis, does he remember? About the phrase of the joy of our salvation. Now it's easy, and we have this so many times. I've seen it in so many dear people who fellowship with us here at North Coast United Methodist Church in Oceanside, California. I have seen people so vibrantly live with passion and celebrate the reality that they love their neighbors and they go out and they do everything possible. They're at the park handing out socks. They're, they're at the soup kitchens handing out food. They're here uh, supporting people who are looking for shelter. They love their neighbors. I want you to remember as we look at this Psalm 121, it is okay to celebrate the joy of the journey that God has laid out for you. For you. Hold on to that. Because I, I have been reminded by my dear friends here at North Coast United Methodist Church that I have to take time to fill my cup up. I have to. You have to take time to fill up your cup. If we can find ways to reconnect with that joy, when we can find ways to reconnect with the reality that we can lift our eyes up to the heavens and to proclaim where our help comes from. Our help comes from you, God, maker of heaven, maker of all the earth. Oh, how I need you, Lord. Oh, how I need your hope. Oh, how I need your strength. When we can reconnect to that thing and find the joy, we can go out and truly care for the people that we want to care for. I want to share with you, I, I'm wearing this stole today, very 
specifically so I can share with you. Within our life narratives, there's ups and there's downs. And if we can reconnect to our ups, our mountaintop experiences, if we can reconnect to those, we can find ways to help others find their mountaintop experiences as well. And as we refill ourselves with the passion and joy of the mountaintop experiences that we have been allowed to have, then we can show them and feed them and be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ to help others experience them. I've showed you guys the, this, this stole before, and there's so much in it there. There is so much of my life. Here is the tower. If you've ever been in Oceanside, this is the tower of North Coast United Methodist Church. And this here is the, is the emblem of Fuller Theological Seminary. This is the place where my life journey took me to, to get my master's in divinity so I could get to this place. Uh, the en emblem of Hope United Methodist Church, where I spent nearly 20 years as a youth director and associate pastor. Uh, the emblem of Virginia Intermont College in Bristol, Virginia, where I got my undergraduate degree in music education. And the first church that I had a blessing of serving as a youth director, this is the, the tower that's outside of the First United Methodist Church of Bristol, Tennessee. And then all the way back to where it started, this is the, the, the church of, of Lone Oak Baptist Church in Axton, Virginia where a dear friend of mine asked me to, to spend some time with his youth program one summer. And, and all the doors, all the doors that that has opened in my life. So we are on these long journeys. And we're on all long, pleasant journeys. And there were moments, where even within these places, especially at Fuller Theological Seminary and especially at Virginia Intermont College, or there were times that I had to take tests and write papers, and it was, it was the pits, y'all. <laughs> it, it was the struggle of all things. And it was hard to continue to look at the shepherd's path and look for the shepherd's staff to celebrate the potentials. But I'll share with you, even in the hard moments, there are blessings that come along and make things possible. That's... One of the things I like about this stole, because this stole is worn and it celebrates this life path through the ups and the downs that has helped me to become the most righteous reverend Michael Drew Davis here at North Coast United Methodist Church. But what a lot of people don't get to see is the under part of, of this stole. Now the under part of this stole is so many wonderful things that that has reminded me that I lift my eyes up to the mountains and I am able to proclaim where my help comes from. All the way from my, my love of, of sports, and this is a, a San Diego Padres patch, and my, my love for sports and the joy that comes for rooting on baseball teams. And I'll, I'll share with you, even in my life here at North Coast United Methodist Church, there's there's so many conversations that I have with our finance chair, our church lay leader, our SPRC chair about sports. And, and we have so much the one of the members are, of our benevolence committee. We talk about sports all the time, but I'll share with you and I'll name this dear lady's name. I love so much talking to Liz Nera about the Los Angeles Dodgers. 
and her love for the Dodgers. And and she gets to celebrate this year. I mean, the, the Blue Boys get the uh, World Series this year. And it, there is this joy that comes from having that conversation with her, with all these dear friends. There's a joy that comes from that. And through that joy, we have interactions. And through that joy, we have moments of peace that we can celebrate together so that when we also get to the hard moments together, we can lean on the foundation of that joy and find comfort. You know, all these music notes and everything on here. You know, music opened a lot of doors for me. Music opened the opportunity to be able to go to school and to be able to 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 get that undergraduate degree. It opened a place of 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 value in my life. Finding the gift of singing and finding the the opportunity that you know there's something you can do and you can go learn more about it and you can grow through it. It's it's a great thing. And we've got this this Disney patch here and it's the uh, Frozen Sisters and this is uh, so many varying things for me. Because not only is it Disney, which is a, a family love of mine, but the Frozen Sisters, they, they, it makes me think of my two little girls and how these two sisters work together and, and, and serve together and fight together and find hope together. And there's a lot of joy in that image for me, both with Disney, but it makes me think of my kids and how that they, they, they just don't give up. And then right here, this is... The, the Doctor Who patch. And there's so much in my life that has come from the love of comic books and, and science fiction. We'll go ahead and add this next patch into it, the Marvel Comics patch. There's so much life lessons that I had been able to teach to kids uh, through all the youth groups that I worked with for numerous years because of the love of science fiction and the love of, of comics. Uh, the last patch on here is, is Star Wars. And just just all of the, the, the joys and the conversations that's come from all those things. Being able to celebrate that God gives us places of happiness. God gives us places of joy and God opens doors up for us that when we are able to lift our eyes up to the mountains and to proclaim where our help comes from. It makes so many dear things possible because what happens, and there's, there's this theory, it's this idea, I, I've shared with you guys multiple times about the visitation uh, study program that I went through and, and led for a few years, a Stephen Ministry program. There's one of the principles that's in there, and it's the principle of the mud pit. And what the mud pit is, is, is when we find our place self in places of despair, sometimes we can feel like we're stuck in this mud pit. And if you've ever been walking around like a, like a creek or anything, and you get your foot stuck somewhere, and you can't really get your foot free, and you got to get somebody to grab you and pull you out, and sometimes you got to reach back and get your boot that you left in there, but... We have these places that we feel like that we're stuck in this mud pit. And what happens is we can just sit there and sink in it. We can let that mud pit have strength and control. Or we can think of all the joyful and happy things that God puts in our lives. We can focus more on the places where God shows us blessings and strength. And we can, from that, move forward 
and continue to look for that shepherd's staff before us. And we can figure out a way to grab that limb, to reach in and to reach out for a dear soul that's grabbing that limb of hope to pull us free so that we can keep moving forward with the joy of our salvation and to stay focused on Christ. Now, I've used this image a couple of times in this sermon, and I've said the shepherd's staff. I want us to think about the concept of a shepherd's staff. And we all know the parable of the 99 sheep and the one missing. We all know that parable. I want us to think about the shepherds who had to take care of the 100 sheep. Now, it's hard to stay visible for 100 people. Let's go back and let's even add on to it the imagery of the Exodus movement and what it meant for Moses to be that person in front of that caravan of those people in a transient lifestyle moving from a place of slavery and trying to find their journey to the promised land. Let's hold on to that image because sometimes we lose sight of the shepherd. There's no way hundreds of thousands of millions of people, hundreds of thousands of people following Moses were always able to see Moses. There's no way that a hundred sheep in a flock were always able to see the shepherd. We all know that there are times in our lives that things become so hard and so bad that we lose sight of the Savior who's in front of us. But what always helped them draw their focus back is they may not have been able to see the shepherd. The Israelite people may have not always been able to see Moses, but it was that staff held high and held up They could find the shepherd's staff and regain focus and know that they were moving in the right way. As we celebrate this Psalm 121, and as we lift our eyes up to the mountains to proclaim where our help comes from, I want us to also look for the shepherd staves in our lives that brings us joy. Sometimes it's the silly things like our love for sports or our love for music or our love that reminds us not just of something cool, but it reminds us of our family. Our images from individuals who take place in fictitious stories that are still able to paint examples for us on what it means to persevere and overcome things. I want us to think about all those things. And I want you to see those as the shepherd's staff that is constantly helping us refocus, look ahead, and to not stay locked in on the mud pit, but to be able to step away, step forward, and follow the hope that is the God. I lift my eyes up to the mountains. Where does my help come from? As we celebrate those images, those shepherd staffs before us that helps us regroup and move forward, I want us to also think about the things that we are about to give thanks for. Thanksgiving's coming up this Thursday. And we're going to 
I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> we're still in this place of social distancing. Some of us may sit down with just our nuclear families and our wives or children, and we're going to have Thanksgiving in a new way. There's a new way that, that we'll experience this moment of Thanksgiving this year. Some of us may have our kids around the table. We'll have our iPads set out, and we'll have Zoom up, and we'll have Grandma and Grandpa and Aunt and Uncle on there, and, and we'll have family dinner in a different way. Some of us might find a big field with a picnic and have people in one corner and us in another, and we can talk to each other with megaphones, but we're all going to be searching for these new ways of saying thank you. And I want you to know whatever way that may be, I want you to relish that. I want you to celebrate it. I want you to think of all these things that you're going to be thankful for, and I want you to realize that all of these places of thanks are images of the shepherd's staff that you can look towards and pull your feet out of the mud pit and keep going. I want you to hold on to those things and all the silly fun things in your life too and realize that all of those things are shepherd's staffs. And when life gets hard and frustrating and you just want to give up, you can refocus and although we might not see the shepherd, we can still see that staff. And we can know that there is something to celebrate and be joyful for in our lives. Hold on to that imagery, please. And as a happy Thanksgiving. And may the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. God is love. And that love is the shepherd's staff before us that we can refocus on. Amen. As we've moved into our time of offering, we'd like to have the opportunity to get to know you. Please email us at ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And if you've been enjoying our services online, please email us. Please say hello. Again, that's ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And also, if you'd like to give to our church, please go to North Coast UMC. Dot org and click on the give button again that's northcoastumc.org and click on the give button thank you for joining us
Let's join together for today's closing benediction. Leave today to seek out more of God's love. Go to praise God for all to hear. And go to love God's world for all to see. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen.